Hey kids, it's your pal Barney, and guess who's gonna be your new bus driver? Oh, me! Oh boy! Oh, oh, yeah, oh, oh. Here we go! Oh, oh, oh. Come on, hop on, kitties! Oh. Hi, Barney, I brought you a candy kiss because I love you. Oh, that's sweet, Susie, but you know I'm a diabetic. <laughs> now sit down and shut up, kids, unless you want a big purple foot in your ass. Oh boy! Hey, wait a minute. Are you smoking back there, Billy? Yeah, what's it to you? Well, I hope you brought enough for the whole school bus. Come on, pass them around. Oh, oh boy. But Barney, my mommy says smoking's bad for you. No, believe me, Bobby. I've seen your mommy put a lot worse than cigarettes in her mouth. Oh, boy. <coughs> hey, Barney, you're not supposed to drink and drive. I'm telling. <coughs> Come here, Tommy. Barney has a secret to tell you. Oh, come here. Closer. Come. Unless you want the next picture Mommy and Daddy see of you to be on the back of a milk carton, I'd keep that mouth full of metal shut. Oh, hey, kids. Tommy just told me all your mothers are whores. Oh, oh hey, get him, Daddy. Come on, get him, guys. Go on, See, Tommy? Screw with Barney. Oh. Hey, Barney. This isn't the way to school. Barney has to make a little stop first. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Yo, Blue, what you need? I need a 20-piece, and don't gank me on the count this time, or I'll bust a cap in your ass. Come on, kids, give Barney your lunch money. Don't hold out, or I'll dump you right here at... Sure. I'll talk it out. Yeah. Let's just have a conversation. Track three. <clears throat> Better not be fucking Dave Matthews band. Okay. Those of you who don't want to be a part of this can leave now. Derek, please listen to me. But if you choose to stay, which it seems like you guys are choosing. Derek, please. You understand and agree to the following terms and conditions. Derek! One. Derek, this is the virus You talking. hereby waive your right Derek, please. to your own personal bodily integrity. This is not you. Two. I don't like you. Per the state versus Neville Reed, my colleague and I will not be held criminally liable for any felony or misdemeanor that you may be a victim of, including, but not limited to, aggravated assault, aggravated battery, disorderly conduct, destruction of property, mayhem, and first-degree murder. And three, terms and conditions may change or be updated whenever the fuck I want! Consider yourselves notified. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. Jack left town. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. What was that rocket? What rocket? I was just in my office and I heard a rocket. Describe the rocket, sir. Does this mean we're not friends anymore?
DJ Anubis and DJ Neko here with you with uh, Rock in a Hard Place Volume 6. I seriously, this is going to sound crazy, I don't think that I have ever been on a Rock in a Hard Place. You have not. Even in the past, I don't think you were ever on any of my rock shows, so this is a first. But we figured we would, uh, with the extra day holiday, and we get it in here while we can and while she's home chance for her to guess because I know she really likes the rock stuff as I do so get a lot of fun with that um some other news uh, we in a couple days we will have a new Hordes of Chaos every Wednesday of course we release new episodes of the podcast of the Hordes of Chaos so we have a new one coming out and then we're gonna, we're gonna update our YouTube we're trying to do little sound bites of the podcast onto our YouTube as well and you can find our YouTube at I get this wrong every time. D DJ Anubis Metal Tavern Radio. If you go on YouTube and search DJ Anubis. If you go to DJ Anubis, you're going to find me. You'll see my little uh, Anubis head icon there. and uh, yeah, it's, Just it's, don't confuse me with the... Uh, the. It's DJ Anubis Metal Tavern Radio. Yeah, there that's, you go. That's his, his YouTube channel. Um, so we're also, on Wednesday, going to be live on YouTube. With our buddy yep. Derek. Yep, so we'll be uh, talking with Derek from Fit Snacks and Knickknacks. We're going to just discuss. It's a live chat. So any of you fans who want to get into the chat room that night, it's like I think we're going to try to do it 9 p.m. If not, we'll try to get a little bit earlier. It might change, but... Yeah, we're just waiting to find out... Confirm um, with Derek on when that. Get, what time he's available. I get home. I'm one of the weirder people with their work schedules because I get up at 5 a.m. and I have to be at work by 7 so I'm usually home from work at, by 4 when I'm like physically in the in the U.S. Um, so and a big thank you to everyone for our last uh, podcast we put out last week it hit 213 downloads the best ever for any uh, metal tavern podcast like it's like ridiculously great so many thanks to you all for doing that. We're hoping that that sort of keeps the steam going and people notice us more and whatnot. So many thanks for that. We appreciate it a lot. Also, another thing, uh, we with the success, I, I hate calling it success because we're just really starting to take off, but Merch. With, we, we started um, a, a Shopify store. And you can find that on our website at the bottom. There's a little shop tab. Uh, so you go to MetalTavernRadio.com and then at the bottom, all the way at the bottom, click on the shop tab and you'll, it'll direct you to our store. And uh, we're going to probably be adding in more products and stuff, but we're, we just wanted to get started first. And um, throughout the week, I'll be playing around with it when I have time. Um, yeah, we got mugs, got a couple of shirts, some stickers. Uh I got a Stein in there, so like you know, they're not 
they're relatively inexpensive. I mean, the Stein's like 35, but it costs a lot more to make. So, but the mugs are about what 12 a piece usually. So that's pretty good. Uh, stickers are cheap. Shirts are, I think they're pretty cheap for what they are, but they're uh, very nicely made. They got some cool logos. Uh, the black one has like a a small emblem of the MT logo on the chest, and then on the back is a like a medieval. Well, I wouldn't say a medieval, but uh, a folksy metal tavern. Yeah, girl. it's like a girl and like almost like World of Warcrafty type stuff. And then uh, we designed a, a brand new T-shirt too. Uh, both of them are kind of new. Um, it's uh, retro cassette yep. and on the cassette it says Metal Tavern It's like radio. a cool green but it's got this cassette on the top it says Metal Tavern Radio on the cassette. So uh, yeah, you know, uh, if you're interested and want to support us in a way that would help us a lot and uh, you'll get some cool merch in the process. Uh, okay, well getting into our podcast today with Rockin' a Hard Place, you know how it all works. I've explained this all every time I get on here but just in case you're new. Uh, we go through basically different variations of rock. So the first two blocks that we're going to do are going to be more of like alternative rock, post-rock, modern rock. And then the next two blocks after that are classic or classic vibe rock type stuff. We, we'll talk a little bit about the bands before we get into them. Then we go through four blocks of hard rock and hair rock of the 80s. Mm -hmm. and even if they put out some stuff in the 90s and they're still hard rock, we put them in there as well, new stuff. Uh... Then back into two blocks of classic rock and then two blocks of alternative rock to close it all out. So, got a great show for you today. Lined up with a lot of great music. In our first two blocks, we have a band called Torche, or Torch. It's just spelled with an E on the end. Uh, classified basically as an American heavy metal band out of Miami, but they do play a blend of stoner rock and a little bit of sludge. So... I don't know much about this band. I've They're really good, and the thing is, the thing that's cool about these bands like this, and we're gonna the next band that we're talking about is the same way is, uh, you can classify them metal in some ways, but at the same time they have a very good rock vibe about them. So it's what's cool about their uh, diversity as a band. Uh, then we got Ghost out of Sweden. Uh, most people are now familiar with this band. Um, uh, they play a mixture of hard rock, metal, uh, a little bit of pop rock, progressive rock, and psychedelic rock. They've done a little bit of everything. Uh, we went in 2015 and saw them at the, uh, the Fillmore in Silver Spring and really wanted a better contents, concerts we've seen in a long time. I really like the Fillmore. Um, good we, sound. We Always good sound. I'm trying to think. We've seen so many bands there. Um, Ghost, King Diamond, Amon Amarth. And I feel like we always kind of secure this one little corner of the bar on the left side because there's a couple of chairs. So we'll like get there early and steal that spot. And it's right where you can just see the stage and you have a, a little seat and you have access to the bartenders, which is always so fun. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Tobias Ford's a singer and main contributor to the band. He's also was part of a band called Repugnant, uh, mm -hmm. kind of grind death band. So uh, this was his way of kind of uh, exploring the mainstream, and really they found success pretty early. Uh, so that if you're unaware of them, you'll be uh, pretty pleased with that. Then we're going to go a little bit more old school in terms of alternative rock and just your uh, mainstream rock with Alanis Morissette. I haven't really played her at all in any of my uh, 
volumes yet, but uh, even though I'm not the, the biggest fan of her. Oh, I, I used to love her. I do like some of her songs, especially off the debut. Uh, the song I've chosen here is Hand in My Pocket, which oh, is my favorite. Oh, I love favorite. that song. Uh, then we go into the next artist, who is one of Neko's favorites, Billy Joel. Uh, I almost wanted to play Piano Man, but Piano Man, see, Joel again is one of those guys. He goes everywhere. And Piano Man was probably would have been a little bit more like a classic rock vibe, which was full. So I kind of used an 80s tune that has sort of like that. We only do 80s, Joel. <laughs> right. <laughs> so my favorite track, of course, Pressure, will be played by Billy Joel. Oh, that's right. You really love that song. Um, a really cool thing that he and I did a while ago. Yeah, God, it's been a while. We went to see, it was called Moving Out. And it was basically a... a story that was told with nothing but Billy Joel songs but it was dancing so it was really really cool they had a live pianist kind of at the at the top on his own little pavilion and he would be playing the music with the band and um, on the main stage it was the dancers but they took all Billy Joel songs and kind of made up this story about a group of four friends um, and then they were like going through the war well the beginning it starts like they're dating and having fun in high school and then they were going through the vietnam war and then coming home from the war and but it's all told through the songs that billy joel already wrote and um just beautiful dancing kind of like uh how mama mia was done where mm -hmm. the, they just took abba's music and turned it into a musical abba turned it into a musical uh then we've got some filter uh classic stuff from them and also, we're going to finish the first two blocks with The Police, uh, a track that I haven't played that often, so a uh, little bit of fun doing that. One thing to note, um, DJ Anubis did make uh, my own personal um, podcast for me with like all kinds of great songs that he dedicated to me, or songs that he knew I would like while I was away so I could listen to it. It's just really great because I always had... I always felt like while I was working on the ship, I was away, but I still had him right there. I mean, we would message each other, like, through Facebook and stuff, and that's fine, but we I only really called you, like, four times out mm -hmm. of three months. It's not really easy to make phone calls, and um, the video, like, through Facebook worked better than actually, like, using the satellite phone, and when I was in port... I was able to get cell service, so I would give them a call. But it's fucking expensive, man. We got you see the bills from when I was in port because yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, well let's kick it all off. Here's Torch or Torche, Bishop in Arms.
but I'm happy I'm poor but I'm kind I'm short but I'm healthy yeah. I'm high but I'm grounded I'm sane but I'm overwhelmed I'm lost but I'm You are an incredible medical specimen. I guess that's one of the benefits of waking up every morning at the crack of crack. <laughs> and you know, it's amazing. Despite all those years of abusing your lungs, your kidneys, your liver, the only thing you've had removed is your kids. Charlie gets a little confused sometimes. He's the only guy who pulls a knife on a woman who's already willing to fuck him.
I drink to that. <laughs> I drink to that shit. Michael drink to that. But is Charlie really the worst guy here? So he made a chick blow him for 30 grand. Mike Tyson makes you blow him because I said so. That's why. <laughs>
Frank, I'm thinking about moving to another swamp. No, really? Uh, I'm just not comfortable living in a swamp where assassination attempts are taking place. Uh-huh. Every loon with a vendetta, every snake with a sinus headache frightens me. I could get uh, jumped by some crazy weasel or something, mm-hmm. you know? Hey, it's gonna... snap out of it, Louie. Who are you trying to kid, all right? Everybody knows it was you. Me? What was me? So you were the one who tried to bump off the frogs. Oh, Frank, are you back to... It was the ferret. His paw prints are all over the place. Now, what, Louis, what else? You, you hired that ferret. Hey, I object. Oh, but really? I, I had no motive. No I love Budweiser and I love the frogs. You love the frogs? Yes. I consider them good friends oh, of mine. Oh, Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you're good buddies. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Hey, hey, excuse me. If you would remember last summer, mm-hmm. I invited them to that barbecue. Yeah, well, Louie, you wanted to cook them at that barbecue. But at least I invited them. Oh. You wouldn't have invited them at all. No. <laughs> you wouldn't have invited them. You wouldn't have liked them at all unless we cooked them. We are back, getting ready to jump into our now classic rock vibe blocks. And uh, Van in here somewhere, we'll get to in a minute, that Neko and I have talked about on our rock block and hordes of chaos once before. I actually talked about a doc on them as well. But uh, the band that's going to open up this uh, next two blocks for us is uh, something I just discovered last night. Uh, Nick and I got a chance to watch uh, Last Night in Soho from Edgar Wright. And the song is Last Night in Soho. Right, so uh, we'll be going to a full review on next week's podcast for that. So be looking for that, uh, for that movie review. But uh, the song, which I didn't even know uh, until the end of the movie I was playing, is Dave, D, Dozy, Breaky, and Mick, and Tish. Or Tick. I don't know if that's how he wants to pronounce it. But never heard of the group. I uh, really enjoyed the song, though. Uh, as Neko had pointed out to me, it's a bit of a psychedelic rock. Uh, it's very, I guess they were in the 60s, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they, they were formed in the 60s uh, in Salisbury, UK. Um, yeah, Dave D is the first band member. Dozy, Beaky, Mick, and Tish. I think it's Tish. But they... Um, it's not even their names. It, their names are David, John, Harmon, Trevor, Leonard. Yeah, it looks like. So it's like it's actually, it looks like they did something like that. A couple. It's funny because there's looks like brothers in there: uh, Joylin Dixon and Nigel Dixon, and then John Diamond and John Hatchman. So uh, at least that's what's listed there. I don't know for they're still year active, so I don't know what they've done in recent years, but. Uh, Kind of cool. Uh, it was really cool. Cool song. It fits well with the, I mean, it's the a theme of the song movie. Um, Everything's been great with that movie. Uh, let's not get into it because we have so much to yep, talk about. Yep. Uh, next up is General Giant. They're from London, England. So another England band. Progressive rock between uh, active between 1970 and 1980. Uh, you know, I just discovered them basically. I don't think I've ever on heard anything whim. by them. Nah, it's these are stuff that I kind of want to just have extra time. I'm going out and listening to and finding stuff. So enjoyed their work. Uh, another band here, uh, Radio Moscow, and uh, they were out of the United States, believe it, Iowa, and uh, they have a blend of psychedelic rock that oftentimes has like a very classic rock vibe. So definitely enjoy a lot of their work so you did order last night in soho yesterday i didn't realize it i just got a notification that it's uh on its way it's on its way baby 13 bucks it was on sale 39 percent off 
fuck? That's really cheap. Yeah. Uh, we're one of the few people, I think, that really, we purchase Blu-rays and, um... Stop sending me messages. Um, <laughs> we we do we have physical media, and it, I think we're kind of an anomaly because um, a lot of the guys that I work with, they they really rely on their Spotify accounts. Which God bless you, Spotify. Since we've added our our podcasts to Spotify, it seems like it's been helping. And um, but but us, we still keep a lot of our physical media. We collect it and. Um, yeah, I think we just get more selective now. So, like, you know, I've gotten rid of some CDs in the past because, you know, if it's something I've already ripped to my hard drives or, you know, I just was trying to free up room or keeping stuff that I thought was, like, total classic stuff. Mm-hmm. Or we, a special edition. Or but, like, even when we do tapes or vinyl, we get stuff that we really like and put it on those. DVDs the same way. If we really like a movie, we'll get it. Um, well, it kind of started off, This is this was my philosophy. Everything is digital now. Everything is available through uh, on-demand or some kind of server. But if we found a movie that we really wanted to watch and it wasn't available and you had to buy it, I'm like, okay, how much is it to rent it online right now? And a lot of times it can vary from $5 to $15. And I'd look it up online and be like, okay, Amazon has the DVD for $5. So let's just buy the fucking DVD and we'll watch it tomorrow when it comes. And that's kind of how we've, we've, done our philosophy because like why would i rent it for 24 hours for five dollars when we can own it forever right and you've always been so good with like a lot of my favorite shows um you were able like for me to put it on my hard drive and take it to work with me while i'm away so i have things to watch um on my laptop and stuff because i always need entertainment <laughs> Uh, next up, uh, out of Scotland, is Steeler's Wheel. These are bands I don't know anything. Oh, you will so know this song. No doubt about it. Really? Yeah. They look really cool. Like, they are from the 70s. They've got, like, some 70s perms yeah. and... Uh, then we got the Bee Gees, and this Upside. is a band that Beck and I talked about before, where most of what's known about them is their disco era stuff, but they had a lot of 60s and 70s uh, rock that was generally pretty good i actually ended up putting a lot of their older material on my ipod so i enjoy a lot of the older work so we're gonna get a little taste of that is it what like is it from like the new york mining disaster time, i or? can't remember the, the album it's from okay. but um but it's more of their like um, right it's not the harmonized the well i remember when we were watching the doc the one thing that they were when they moved to miami is when they really um made that turn and they started like with um the falsetto singing and that when they did that that was what really that's the bgs that everybody knows but if you listen to some of their older stuff it's very 60s rock it has that like lower register with harmonies and you get some of the organ and it, it's really good and then we're going to close off the first batch of uh classic rock stuff with the guess who oh yeah and uh, the song I chose was No Sugar Tonight. No Sugar Tonight. Yeah. No sugar. <laughs> so uh, without further ado, let's get rocking. Uh, we have Dave D, Dozy, and Beaky, and the rest of the clan doing Last Night in Solo. The rest of the clan. The rest of the clan. Came in 
nervous. She goes, I have Isla in the office. Is there a parent at home? I was like, I'll do. <laughs> Gives the phone to Isla. Her first words, I tried to stop it, Dad. <laughs> I go, stop what? She goes, I got my period. I'm like, bitch, you promised. <laughs> I'm like, you called the wrong number, dickhead. Call your mom. She's like, Dad, I need you right now. Immediately as a parent, I'm melting down. So I'm like, she's freaking out at school. She's by herself. She's going through what Georgia went through. This isn't my skill set. But I got this. I go, okay, baby. All right. Okay. How'd you get it? <laughs> she was like, Dad, I was playing kickball. Immediately, I'm like, oh, poor kid. I thought she blew out her pussy. <laughs> Just, oh, shit. Oh, I'm out, coach. I'm out. Yeah, I tore my twat. It's bad. I blew out my cooch, coach. I'm gonna have to sit this one out. Pinch runner, pinch runner. Now I'm spiraling. I'm like, all right, what do you need from me? New pants, new panties, new socks. Did it get in your socks? A bucket, some towels, garlic. We're gonna keep the vampires away from you. She's like, Dad, I'm fine. Mom gave me a go bag. I go, okay, then what are you calling me for? She goes, I need you to go to the store and get supplies. I'm like, how bad is this, period? She's like, no, Dad, I'm throwing myself a period party tonight. I'm like, I'm sorry, what did you just say? She's like, all the girls are doing it, Dad. I need you to go to the store and get supplies. Get a red velvet cake. I'm like, I go, baby, I don't think I can eat a red velvet cake knowing what it symbolizes. She's like, Dad, you need a red velvet cake for a period party because you put the name of your period on the cake. I'm like, who names their period? She's like, Georgia named hers after the girl from Progressive Auto Insurance. She's like, Dad, please, I need you right now. I have 10 people coming tonight. I go, we have 10 little girls coming to the house? She goes, no, eight girls, two boys. I'm like, who invites boys to a period party? And I hear her sinister little giggle on the phone, and she goes, Dad, that's the fun of it. We don't tell them why they're there. <laughs> now I'm like, fuck it, I'm in. I have never had more fun at a party in my entire life. Planning, hosting, and attending a period party. I dressed all in red like it was Chinese New Year's. <laughs> Drinking Pinot Noir, I made pasta with chunky marinara sauce. And I giggled the whole night with all these little girls at these two boys, Max and Carter, right? Faces covered in red cake. Like it's their honeymoon and they're like, fuck it, I'll eat it anyway. The whole party, these two boys are looking at the cake going, who the hell's Jason? My daughter, Isla Kreischer, named her period Jason because she got it on Friday the 13th. Stuck in 
Curiosity, what's your last name? <laughs> Don't you ever upstage me again, ho. Don't you ever be funnier than me, ho. How dare you? This is my Netflix special, ho! What, what's your first name? What's your first name? Tran. You, is your real name Tran? Is your first name Tran? My wife's fucking first name is Tran. Yeah, my wife's fucking first name is Tran fucking ho. What do you do for a living? And if you say doctor, I'm gonna fuck myself, all right? You're not a doctor, right? Fuck me. What the fuck is your last, what's your, your last, are you fucking kidding me? Your last name is fucking ho? you hoes, all right? Fuck the hoes. Someone in the back is fucking with me right now. Cause there's hoes to the left of me, hoes to the right of me. And my real life wife ho is in the fucking back. This is like... Are you fucking kidding me? This is a bizarro ho universe. A bizarro ho universe. Uh, it should be noted. Happy 4th of July, everybody. I uh, hope you all are having a good day. See some fireworks. Have some cookouts. Enjoy yourselves. Uh, we enjoyed ourselves today. <laughs> <laughs> we, we attempted something, yes. We, en we enjoyed ourselves. There was, there was no attempt. Well, I mean, it wasn't as smooth going <laughs> as it normally is. <laughs> There were some interruptions, you know, how that goes anyway. That's all right. Getting ready to jump into our four blocks of hard and hair rock. Uh, the oh. first block we have is girl power. And in the form of kicking it off with Psycho Sluts from Hell from New York City. I think they only really put out one record. I don't think they ever really did uh, anything beyond that. But the one song I chose is, of course, their hit single that they released back in the early 90s, I think. See, I don't know much about them. Yeah, they were all-girl band, I believe. Um, had stage names as Queen Vixen, She Fire of Ice, Honey One Percenter, and Venus Penis Crusher. Venus Penis Crusher? <laughs> yeah. So, 
but I remember the, the song itself is I Wish You Were a Beer, and it's so fucking hilarious, the lyrics. I just I always enjoyed it. Uh, then we have some Wendy O. Williams, and uh, this is sort of like Wendy doing uh, her version of a song that she did with the Plasmatics when she was with them. Uh, sadly, she passed away in 98, but she was like a really big punk rock icon in terms of stage presence and attitude. Uh, she used to be one of the first women out there that was wearing like just bra and panties on stage and it would drive the in the 80s it drove the PMRC crazy but uh ironically the song I chose was a song that King Cobra during the same time period in the 80s covered and I didn't realize it was an original version from Wendy Williams so uh It's My Life which is always was kind of my anthem as a teen so It's Your Life? Yeah uh then we have uh, another girl band, uh, Betty Blowtorch. Um, where are they? Out of uh, Southern California. And uh, they came out, I think they started in 98. Uh, <laughs> by three members, apparently, were a part of a band called Butt Trumpet. I mean, I would have loved to hear that music. Butt Trumpet? <laughs> yeah. I wonder if that's like a Monty Python uh, nod there. Um I didn't know much about them. I did discover them probably within the last couple of years and was checking them out and enjoyed some of their work. So we'll throw in some of their stuff. Uh, then we're going to get into more familiar territory. We have uh, Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses. Some Tiger Tales and Skid Row in the second block. In the third block, we have uh, Black and Blue. I've played some of their stuff before. Then we have a band out of uh, England. London, another London, England band called Girl from, uh, they were formed in 1979 and split up in 1982, but they, uh, they had band members that eventually went on to join, uh, Def Leppard and L.A. Guns, so after that, so, got a track from them, then we got some TNT, and then in our final block, Twisted Sister doing some Shangri-La's cover, Billy Idol, and then White Lion. White Lion. Yeah. Is it one of the shit? No, no, no. Going with a track that I like far more than that one. Uh, but here's some Psycho Sluts from Hell. I wish you were a beer. And I have a beer. Mm-hmm. So everyone should have a beer. I have wine.
I, I'm sure you, you've you've heard some of the rumors circulating around the hallways about how we're going to be doing a house cleaning with some of the software people. Well, Bob, I have heard that, and you got to do what you got to do. We're going to be getting rid of these people here. Uh, first, Mr. Samir Naga. Naga. Not going to work here anymore, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> And Mr. Mike Bolton. Everybody's going to miss him. You're going to lay off Samir and Michael. Oh, yeah, we're going to bring in some uh, entry-level graduates, farm some work out to Singapore, as usual deal. Work standard operating procedure. Do they know this yet? No, no, of course not. <laughs> we find it's always better to fire people on a Friday. And studies have statistically shown that there's less chance of an incident if you do it at the end of the week.
you have two choices. You can spit or you can swallow, right? You gotta register as one before November 9th. Just make sure you know what you're gonna do. I knew what I was gonna do. I was, um, I was registered as a spitter long before I ever got in that booth. You know what I'm saying? I knew I was gonna spit because I knew about girls who spit and I knew about girls who swallow. Girls who spit are grossed out by it and they're like, gross. And guys don't appreciate it, but it's far better than a girl who swallows because I knew girls that swallow, oh, these sloven whores, they love it. It's fuel for them. It's how they survive. It's the base of a slut's food pyramid. Is it just a sturdy base of cum? And so I was like, I'm not gonna be a slut. Like, I don't wanna be that. So when I give a blowjob, I'm totally gonna spit. So I get in there, I give my first blowjob, and um, I swallowed immediately, because I was like, this is disgusting. Let's get it down the hatch, take it like a shot. Like, this is clearly the most efficient way to dispose of this. Immediately, I didn't even have to think twice about it. I've never spit, and ever. If you spit, that means you have to hold it in your mouth as you like walk through his apartment and find the bathroom that he shares with his roommates. You run into them. They're all watching Varsity Blues in the living room. You have to be like, hey guys, is anyone in there? Can I get in? Or, oh, so Andrew's in the shower. I'll wait. It's fine. I love this movie. What is, this is such a good movie. I forget. You forget how good it is. <laughs> quoting classic lines, I'm like, I don't want your laugh. Like, and I can, it's a better James Vanderbeek because of it. Okay. That's one benefit. <laughs> but you're doing like a wine tasting. Like, you just... <laughs> and don't get it twisted, guys. A girl isn't, she's not swallowing because she's like, yummy, cummy, in my tummy. <laughs> no. I mean, sometimes. <laughs> Turns out I'm a whore.
we go on our event, we're going to see a concert. And we're going to see Metallica live. Now, yeah, I totally tricked my wife. You know, I, I played the slow song. nothing else matters. Oh, I like that song. It's not so scary. Yeah, see? They changed. They evolved. <laughs> so we get to the show, all right? And we get there. We sit out. I forget. I'm, I'm domesticated now. She's like, is there a brochure? I'm like, all right. <laughs> We're looking around the stadium, brochure, whatever. Now, here's when you know you're too old to be going to concerts. First of all, the name of the bands is already a tragic mistake. Here's the opener. So you ready for this? Just the names. Anthrax, Megadeth, and Slayer. Okay. All right. Did you hear? All right. You hear that? You hear that? You hear that? Let me tell you something about Slayer fans. They, they are, that was the scariest time of my life when the Slayer fans showed up. That's the first time I feared my own race. I'm not even kidding you. I feared my own race. They look like the extras from Lord of the Rings. Right before Slayer came out, someone came out and... <laughs> they came out of nowhere under the ground tattooing their faces <laughs> Slayer Slayer we're here to witness Slayer and I'm, I'm hovering my wife like everything's gonna be okay <laughs> we're only gonna be on for like 15 minutes Be safe. So Slayer's about to go on right before Metallica. The lights go out. Now, I forget I'm domesticated, so when the lights go out of show, I still get that giddy feeling. <laughs> <laughs> show starting. Because <laughs> I'm used to, you know, beauty and me. <laughs> Why are they so mean to the beast? They don't get better, Daddy. So, <laughs> so the lights go out, and I hear, and I, is there a train coming? And I turn around, and there's about 500 Slayer fans, and they're heading right for the stage, and they're not using the aisles to get there. being flung, people flying up in the air. <laughs> I looked at my wife like, every man for himself. Yeah, we see. That's when you 
reflection and the mirror's reflection I'm a-dancing with myself When there's no one else inside In the crowd and lonely night Well, I wait so long for my love vibration And I'm dancing with myself
having a moment like that, doing a Judd Apatow film and going back to your day job, thinking that you're stuck, the next day, I could not stop thinking about that. I was like, well, maybe, I know I'm playing it safe, but maybe it's time for this college kid to turn pro. You know what I mean? Maybe I gotta fucking, I gotta rethink my life. Maybe I got, maybe this is a time for me to pursue acting full time, but, you know, look at me. I know I look like a, like a fucking double-chinned Asian Mr. Burns with bad posture, but I don't know. I mean, maybe this is time for me. Maybe this is a sign. By the way, I'm thinking all this while 50 patients are waiting for me. Not a good look. And my nurse is desperately trying to get me to focus. She goes, Dr. Jung, uh, you have a patient in room two waiting for you. I was like, well, nurse, you have a doctor who doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> Just did a movie, Carol. Just did a movie, man. You don't get it. And believe it or not, I quit my day job the next day. True story. Yeah. I was scared, man. I was fucking scared because I didn't have any family support. Like, my strict traditional Korean dad who wanted me to be a doctor before I was born, no, he was severely bumping on this shit, dude. He, he was just like, he cursing me out in Korean, you, you bring great shit to junk family. And then after the hangover, we are so proud. I knew you make it, boy. I knew you make it. I believe in you. We are so proud of your tiny ding-dong. So proud. <laughs> the smaller the penis, the bigger the box office. <laughs> oh, thanks, Papa. Great phrase. Okay. <laughs> All thanks, right. Papa. Thanks, Papa. The smaller the penis, the bigger the box office. <laughs> I love Kim Jong. He's hilarious. All right. Now we're working our way back down the other side. A couple blocks of more mean? classic rock. And what are you talking about? We're making our way down. Well, it's kind of like, you know, you start here and you go up and the hard rock's the top of the peak and then you come back down the other side. Or if you want to treat it like a roller coaster, same thing. Okay. Look, you know, why do I subject myself to this shit? <laughs> Anywho... In our next two blocks. All right, so tell us what's coming up next. And <clears throat> we're going back. We're going back up. No, we're going. We're going back down. Right now, we're back to the classic rock, and then the alternative stuff. Lit so, in. so it, it it okay. So you start, yeah, and then you climb, yeah. and then it gets, and then now we're going back to, to right. Okay, all right, all right, all right. I think she's getting it, folks. Mm -hmm. We're gonna kick off the next block here with some Eagles. Which song? Hotel California. Really? You pick Hotel California out of all of the Eagles catalog? Yeah. I played some of that shit the other day. Different stuff, so I haven't played this one yet. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like Hotel California, but I just, I feel like it gets overplayed. I know, Miss Kitty loves you. Our cat I think all Eagles gets overplayed, but, you know, we don't gripe because they're really, really good bands. I, I was just surprised you wouldn't play the one from, um, from... Walsh. No. The Warrior. Yeah, the Warrior. That's Walsh. <laughs> oh, it's him by himself? Well, he's with the Eagles, but it's him singing. Okay. Uh, anyway, sorry. I, 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 you should never have me on, like, I your supplemental things. Cause derails my entire I, fucking podcast. So, to our, our podcast family, I was looking at, um, you know, I've been trying to look at analytics and stuff 
just because we've been doing a lot better than we used to. And um, choo choo, I um, I saw like while I was away, DJ and Ubis's podcasts were like so much shorter without me because I just can't stop talking. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we, I did all right even without you. I started getting a little bit longer, but uh, I think this one so far, we, this one will probably be about three hours tops. You know, but we had shorter songs. Yeah, like, except I for just this block. Can't stop talking. Got some longer tracks. So we got Bad Company after that. Then Zeppelin. And we know what track that's going to be. <laughs> Is it our song? It's our song. <laughs> uh, then in the second block, we got some Mamas and Papas. Mm. You picked some good stuff. We got The Who. Ooh, and then Neko's gonna get really excited. Foreigner. <gasps> Is it my song? But it's not a song she's expecting. Is it my favorite song? No, you, not one you're expecting. She's got one guitar. <laughs> 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 and be a jukebox nope. hero. He's got stars in his eyes. No. Nope. Yeah. But she's song you like. I like all Foreigner songs. I know. Well, here's some Eagles. The song that Neko hates. I don't hate it. It's just a little overplayed. (laughs) We're back a little bit.
feast They stab it with their stealing eyes But they just can't kill the beast Last thing I remember I was running for the door I had to find a passage back To the place I was before The lights and the nightmare We are programmed to see You can check out it
that movie uh, Pride recently. Have you guys seen that movie? Anybody see that? It's about the first all-black swim team and the difficulties they had to go through being the first all-black swim team. Let me ask you a question. How many of those white people are evil movies are they going to make? It's like it's all the way down to swimming. You know? I'm starting to run out of white guilt, you know? No, it's like those movies, they started off unbelievable. Started off with Roots, right? White guilt was at an all-time high. I could barely even watch it. I'm like, dude, I got it. My ancestors are evil, okay? Please, please turn the channel, dude. Please turn the channel. They still hitting them? Fuck, turn the channel. This is gonna be on all week? Jesus Christ, turn the channel. Then in the 80s, there was like a football movie. Then like Cuba Gooding wanted to be like a scuba diver. Remember that shit? And now, it's all the way down to swimming. And I gotta admit, I don't think I give a fuck. You know, I'm not trying to be a dick, but it's a recreational activity. <laughs> Plus, I've been in pools. There's been black people in the pool, you know. I never saw any white guy, like, trying to, like, fucking, like, prevent people from getting into the pool. <laughs> it's like, they're just, like, making this shit up. I'm not, I'm not being a dick here either, okay? Just to clarify, you know, I just want anybody coming up to me after the show, like, you know, I was thinking it, and then you fucking said it, and then... <laughs> I'm not saying that I don't think black people should be allowed to put on some Speedos and go for a dip. I'm not saying that shit. I'm just saying these movies, like the characters aren't even believable. Like they always have to have like that, the over-the-top, uninhibited white racist character, you know? You know that guy, he's the guy like, uh, he's supposed to represent all the white evil, you know? He's like the dude they always have like screaming during the movie trailer. They'd be like, they were the first all-black swim team. Get out of the pool! like a big vein in his forehead he's just screaming shit look not even looking around you know dude it's ridiculous real racism is quiet it's subtle people look around first make sure that you know they make sure the coast is clear there's disclaimers like dude you know i'm not racist but uh these insert group name followed by fucked up conversation right that's how it goes down not just some guy just standing up there, there's Negroes in the pool! Do you approve of this? I work at the bank, can I be fired immediately, please? I'm just saying, can you just make the shit, like, believable? You know what the honest thing is, is those movies, they're starting to give me a complex. You know, because anytime they do a movie about a group of people that thinks dumb shit about another group of people, it's always like white dudes. So, it's like, are white dudes the only ones who think ignorant shit about other people, you know? No Mexican guy ever walked up to somebody from India like, dude, what the fuck is that? Is that like itchy? Does that bug you? What is it? White dude's the only ones walking around. Why, well, you guys don't eat cows? What are you, a bunch of fags? Well, then why are you wearing sandals? This guy's wearing sandals. This guy's a fag. No, I'm just saying, you know? Just balance the movies out a little bit. Like, just have some of the evil shit that black people say about white people, you know, when, when we're not around, you know? Like, like, well, what are some good examples, you know? You know, like, you know what I mean? You're hanging out, you had a rough day, you know? What are some of the classics? You know, what, you smell like wet dogs, right? You got headlights or something like that, right? Just, just slip some of that shit in there. Get out of the pool! Wash your hair, motherfucker, Brian, just... Make it seem a little more... Dude, I'm just saying, it's all the way down to swimming. I mean, where the fuck do you go from there? 
we do like ping pong? They were the first all-black ping pong team. They're gonna steal the paddles. Denzel Washington. <laughs> My daughter's not playing ping pong. All the leaves are brown.
I've only made him laugh one time. One time, seven Christmases ago. I was in D.C. I called my wife up. I go, yo, what do you want for Christmas? My wife's like, pajamas. That's what I heard, pajamas. She meant pajamas. I heard pajamas. She meant a pair of pajamas. Start there, Bert. I heard the plural. So I bought her seven pairs of pajamas and individually wrapped them. She had a lot of shit to open. And then sat back in the cut going, done, son. Bitch wants pajamas. Bitch got pajamas. All Christmas, I'm like, yo, open my gift. She's like, I'll get to it. I'm working with the girls. My dad's sitting next to me like, you must have killed it this year, buddy. I was like, you'll see. (laughs) Finally, end of Christmas, she gets to my present. I've been talking about this present all Christmas. (laughs) Whole family gathers around. She opens the first pair, pulls them out, and just goes... Oh, pajamas. (laughs) And immediately I think, fuck. (laughs) If that's her reaction to pajamas number one, I can't imagine it's going to build. My dad's drinking whiskey and eggnog and just goes, who the fuck buys someone pajamas? She opens the second pair, pulls them out and goes, oh, more pajamas. My dad looks at the five unwrapped gifts, quickly does the math, and goes, oh, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> By pajamas number five, he's going flipper on me, just... <laughs> pajamas number six, the whole family's around are going, come on, pajamas! Come on, pajamas! Pajamas number seven, they are pissing themselves. Thinking, how could this get funnier? What they do not know is I've also bought my mom and sister's pajamas. You should have seen this man when my mom pulled her gift out from me and he was like, oh, it's motherfucking pajamas. Oh my God. God. So funny. Sounds like you. You would do something like that to me. So this past Christmas, the two of us, like... We're not, like, the super into Christmas couple type. Like, I, I know a lot of people, they... Um, we like Christmas, we're just not into Christmas. I mean, I... a difference. I, I, the last couple of years, I have not put up the Christmas tree or decorated or anything. I mean, when was the last time I pulled out the Christmas decorations? That's a lot of work. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. And then I, I said to him, because I didn't know when I was leaving again, I hadn't gotten assigned a new job. So I'm like... If I pull out all this Christmas shit now, what if I have to leave and the Christmas shit's still up? He'll leave that shit up. And I didn't get home until May. He would have left the shit up until May because he's. It, it is a lot of work. But for us, for Christmas, I did not get pajamas. We. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. Let me take a sip. Sippy sip. Mm-hmm. Sip sip sip. Yeah, we're we're having our our snack right now too. Um, I didn't, we, I, I said to DJ Anubis, cause I wanted to get rid of our, our couch and the couch was actually a big disappointment because we spent quite a bit of money on it and it started falling apart and it was only like four or five years old. It wasn't very old. Um, but the fabric was just peeling and I'm like, 
no, this is bullshit. So our house is kind of small and I'm like, we don't need a gigantic couch. Let's get two recliners. And that was our Christmas present to each other was getting the recliners. So that's what we do. We have our recliners, they have cup holders, they have like a little uh, USB plug so you can charge your phone and stuff. And they are just deadly. Like you get into the recliner and it's so comfortable and put your blankie on and watch TV. We had a house guest a couple of weeks ago, our friend Jason stayed with us for six days and I was letting him, cause it's two recliners and then we have a tiny little futon that is you know, extra seating, but I was letting Jason sit in my recliner and he's like, you're right, these are really comfortable. <laughs> but it was a great gift. Like we didn't, they were expensive. So it wasn't like we were going to buy each other a bunch of Christmas presents, but it was on sale right before Christmas. And I was like, let's do this for our Chris, quote unquote Christmas presents to each other. And he was like, let's do it. A couple of years ago, more than a couple, Christ, um, it was that fireplace Mm -hmm. Remember, I was like, he wanted this fireplace entertainment center, and I was like, I'm, I'm down for it, and that was kind of like what we did as a, it was expensive, but it was something we bought that is for the house and for the both of us. We do not, like, DJ Anubis pretty much has full reign to buy whatever he wants, whenever he wants, and I do too, and it's really hard for Christmases and birthdays, so normally, like, our, um, we, we, we kind of more like have experiences. We'll go out to dinner or we'll go to a movie or something instead of buying presents. And I think that's okay. I mean, but I always feel like oh, I gotta buy a present, you know, but we're fine with it. Yeah, we work it out. All right, so we're gonna get into our final two uh, blocks of music here okay. for the afternoon. And uh, we're getting back into the alternative post and modern rock stuff. And uh, I've actually got some least a couple surprises in here. Uh, first one, uh, kicking off our first block, is Suicide Tendencies. And mm -hmm. Even though they're kind of grounded in punk and hard rock or hardcore, as well as a little bit of uh, metal from the 90s and whatnot, mm -hmm. uh, there was a particular track in one of some of the more recent material that I'm going to play that has a little bit more of a rock vibe about it. So I, I was throwing that in there. Got Deftones doing a cover of The Cars, which you heard earlier when mm -hmm. I was setting it up. Got some classic Nirvana in there. And then we have another band uh, that's sort of uh, in the middle realm, uh, but again, can cross over to the rock platform, and that's Sonata uh, from Poland. I've never heard, I heard their music. Are they? They're basically defined as stoner sludge metal, but like I said, some of their music really kind of like borderlines on some of that rock stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's very easy. Like That's the great thing about some of these bands. Like If I was in charge of like a mainstream radio channel on you know like in baltimore uh i could easily get away with playing with some of this music mm -hmm. because it fits you know easily into a mainstream type of setting so that's kind of cool when bands can uh, be uh, very uh diverse like that and versatile mm -hmm. uh, Devin. yeah yeah Devin especially um then we got some pearl jam classic material from them and then I uh, will close it out with a track from Blink 182. So let's get into it. Suicide Tennessee is still dying to live.
Frank. You ready for this weekend? Why? What's this weekend? The ferret's having a party. Oh, well, that's a nightmare. He's getting two cases of Budweiser, a bucket of nachos, and a karaoke machine. I'm not going. Louie, everyone's going. Yeah, like who? A bunch of slugs? Mm-mm. Me, you, the ferret, and all of his lady friends. The ferret? Has lady friends. Oh, yeah, dozens. Eh? He's like a furry little gigolo. Yeah, I don't believe this. Hey, hey Ferret, what? who's coming to this party of yours? <laughs> What's he saying? He's saying there'll be some fine-looking weasels. <laughs> some iguanas that need a good man. He's lying. <laughs> and a mongoose named Lynette. Lynette? <laughs> Who likes to shake a booty on the dance floor. <laughs> okay, okay, take a cold shower, Squeaky. I don't get it, Frank. What are they seeing him? He, he can't even talk. They like the squeaks. What? Women love a guy who can squeak. That's the number one rule of dating. Oh, they like it when guys go, wee 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 Drives them crazy. Wee-e-wee. Oh, shut up. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri.
something wrong She said Of course there is You're still alive She said Oh, do I deserve to be Is that the question? Terrifying the cat. Sure. You guys have to understand our cat is 19. She's. Her hobbies include. Sleeping. Lay, yeah, laying on the ottoman and sleeping and eating. And oh, now she's grooming herself, so you touched her. I touched her. She's got to clean the spot now that I touched her. But we were both just kind of like getting tickles out of our throat, so I made like a really obnoxious, like. And the, she just looked at me again. Just like, what's your fucking mental problem? Oh my god. She's like, what the fuck? What the fuck, mommy? I know. What the flying fuck? So, I guess we're going to close out this 4th of July edition of um, Rockin' Hard Place. Volume 6. Volume 6. My first volume. 
yeah, uh, as we said, you know, check out our, our merch and look for a new episode of Hordes of Chaos on Wednesday. And that's about really it. Yeah? yeah. Anything else you want to add? No. Just we got one last track for you. It's one of our favorites. It is. <laughs> we'll get excited be, uh, over here for knocking <laughs> over. Which means I'm going to have to listen to the karaoke that's going to go on next to me when it happens. I do. I was singing Double Vision. I was singing Hotel. What, what wasn't I singing? Right. <laughs> Here, uh, last track for you, Blink-182, Stay Together for the Kids. And we'll see you next time. Peace. It's hard to wake up when the shades have been pulled shut. This house is haunted, it's so pathetic, it makes no sense at all. I'm ripe with things to say, the words rot and fall away. A stupid poem could fix this home, I'd read it every day. So why can't they, if this is what he